Hello and welcome to Injury Time, a football podcast that takes a closer look at the beautiful game in India and across the world. Before we move on with a fresh episode of this podcast, we would like to thank everyone who tuned into the previous episodes of Injury Time. Like always, taking you through the next few minutes will be me, Naveen, and accompanying us is Sandeep. Hello. Sandeep, uh... We have quite an interesting lineup for today's episode. Could you just elaborate on what we have? Yes, uh, BFC, the big news, they have signed a Spanish coach, Albert Roca. Uh, he should be taking over the team in end of July, the last week of July, I think. So, uh, interesting time ahead for the champions because they had to hire somebody really fast because uh, September 14th is their AFC the Cup, AFC Cup so match. Exactly. They the have to get that match fast, yeah. Yeah, and Roca comes in with a good, amu- good amount of experience but not as a first team head coach but as an assistant to Frank Rijkaard where he started along with that uh, with the Dutch app in Barcelona and then moved along with him to the Turkish club and then finally to the Saudi Arabian national team so how good a signing is he like moving on from Westford it's a different signing I, I don't know better or worse we, I don't want to speculate on that yeah, so, uh, but he's a different signing um, Spanish style of football that's the way it's been brought up Barcelona style Rijkaard is the guy who actually kick-started that the tiki- Barcelona dominance not Tiki Taka but you know the Barcelona dominance under Ronaldinho Deco and exactly. all of them so it will be an interesting way we have to see what kind of football he brings how BFC evolves uh, because Westwood uh, the team was rigid and they you know they were really well drilled but maybe we'll see a bit more flair or freedom but uh, let's see we'll see a I, more I, of position based game in BFC now going maybe under, I don't know we, we have to see because uh, he'll have to come in and look and see what he's got to work mm-hmm. with uh, if he's going for a position game I suppose we'll see a lot more of uh, Alvin George who will probably a guy who would benefit out yeah, of this yeah. move he is one of those technically very sound player a guy who loves to have ball under his feet yeah he is one of the best better. technicians in India in, in terms of football mm-hmm. so I think it might be a good thing for him last year he had you know big part role so maybe we will see him in the more starring role and you know, I have been waiting and... Uh, Everyone talking, has yes. been waiting for Alvin George. I have been talking Alvin George for years now, so <laughs> it'll be good to see Ho- him. Hopefully, he comes yeah. good under Albert Roca. One good thing uh, coming into Bengaluru FC is that of the four foreigners, only John Johnson has agreed terms to extend his stay with, with the club for another two years. So, he has three more uh, three more slots to fill in. So, do you see a Spanish guy coming in and a guy who can suit uh, Roca's style of play? Uh, no, the thing I from what I understand is uh, John Johnson's is a done deal. Everybody else is probably, uh, you know, under negotiation, probably will get done or something. He might get in and have a look and maybe, you know, want to change a few personnel here and there. Uh, maybe he might bring in somebody, you know, who's more happy with position based or, you know, suiting his style. But we have to wait and see what's happening there. Uh, so Johnson will definitely be there. The others he'll have to... I, I suppose he'll bring in a midfielder. For me personally, I think he might bring in a midfielder. But uh, you spoke about Johnson. Uh, Osano has also yet to agree his terms uh, with, with the club. But uh, So the two mainstays in the cl- uh, in the team. So if, uh, Osano moving out, uh, is that a problem for the club? Because I don't know if he's moving out. So uh, I don't want to speculate on anything. He might move, he might not move. And he's, they've been such a good pair. You know, they might just keep him again, you know, as the two centre-back pair. So... Mm-hmm. I will not speculate about that. We'll see what the club has to decide. Anyway, they have to decide quickly before the... In the coming AFC few match. weeks. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Roca has enough time to prepare his side for the September game, if, uh, given that he'll, he'll be coming in at the end of this month? 
you uh, have yeah. you have a month of August. Yeah, so he's, he's getting at least I think a month and a half of preseason, mm-hmm. uh, at least a month of preseason. So yeah, I think he does have enough time. But uh, these things, you know, they may change depending on the change that he brings in, mm-hmm. may take longer. But uh, I think he's he should be okay. Were were you a bit surprised uh, by Roka coming in? Were you expecting Roka? Or were you expecting someone who's already uh, already been into Indian football? No, I was expecting somebody who has not been in Indian football. Someone from the outside. Yeah. And, uh, coming so uh, in the speculations, this and that. Yeah, you remember we had a uh, like we had called dips and I called for Oscar Bruzon. No, no, who, who, I, who? I did not call for anybody. You had called for someone, I think. When no, I was joking and saying Mitchell <laughs> Salgado because they tweeted it's a Spaniard and I was like, yeah, okay, Mitchell Salgado. In, you know, as a joke, I don't think Salgado has finished his coaching badges or whatever. But uh, never anybody who's been in and around in India. No. So this uh, Spanish flair of position-based football, have you seen that in Indian football before, or it's because it's always been a direct approach by most of the under teams? Pune FC under Ben Sharifa used to play good position football. <laughs> so it's not something that's alien to India. I don't know. Again, this. You have to understand that this fellow, uh, Roka, who's coming in, is not part of the tiki-taka that, uh, mm-hmm. change that came under Guardiola. It's part of something that kick-started the move towards it. So, we don't know how position phase football. Maybe he would be more pragmatic and, you know, uh, he's coached in Turkey and uh, Saudi Arabia. Maybe he might bring something else. But, uh, again, position based football, he probably would like to have counter-attack as well with the pace of Udanta and uh, Chetri on the side and... Who are somebody toising from the midfield? So you might just play, you know, with more counter attack football. Also, I we don't know. So it's, it's still see. early times for us to say anything about it. So that's all from the Bengaluru FC side. Another news coming, which happened last week, was Gurpreet Singh Sandhu, who's been with Stabak FC in Norway, made his debut in in the Europa League. But unfortunately, that stay only lasted for a few minutes because he was pulled out with a hand injury. injury yeah. uh, how good a news is that for Indian football? We always knew this was coming. It was coming, right. So, um, it was not a surprise, but it's a great thing for an Indian player to... He's the first to do so, and then uh, congratulations to him. Uh, I feel sorry that he could only play five minutes, but he has chances coming ahead. So, he's made himself one of the uh, better players in India. And let's hope by seeing him, the people across Europe might look at India as a probable market. You know... At the moment, the visibility of India is very limited or limited to ISL, whatever they are getting. So, let's see. Uh, because there is talent here, I mean, hopefully they can do something with it. But how important is it for the coming generation of Indian Indian footballers to move out of Asia and the Asia-Oceanic region to improve their game? Because you always yeah, say... They, I feel they don't have to go to Europe to improve their game. They can just go to Asia. You go to uh, China. China is doing... You know, spending a lot of money, getting a lot of big, big players, you can you can get there. Or Japan has J League is pretty strong. Uh, further, you can go to Australia. Australia A League is also really strong. So there is. Europe should, just, shouldn't be the only destination. Yeah, shouldn't be be the only, now you have an achievable goal. You've seen Chetri go abroad and play. You've seen mm-hmm. Paichangutia play abroad. Now you've seen Gurpreet Singh Sandhu play. And uh, maybe, you know, a few others will come in the few years. And it's an achievable target for the younger generation. So that would be an interesting thing. But let again, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, it's still a far-fetched future for Indian football. We can just hope that things just turn out to be good for Indian football. I think it will. Like, once you sort out the uh, I-League, ISL, merger league issues, 
and if they get the proposed structure into play and you know get it done properly then it should be beneficial to indian football they mm-hmm. should they should do well uh, constantine is also doing what he can so yeah i think that should all be good mm-hmm. uh, having said that uh, moving into europe the euro uh, euro 2016 is finally down to the last two standing teams portugal and host france what a semi final we have had the two encounters uh, portugal against wales and yesterday germany taking on the host uh, france uh, were you surprised by the results or were you expecting something i was expecting wales to do something mm-hmm. because portugal they have not won a match in 90 minutes they were struggling but they looked threatening in parts cristiano ronaldo looked off color for most of the thing uh, so well, the semi final seemed like a match where ronaldo yeah, so decided that it's my day i, I just want to go out ahead it was just outstanding just the leap and you know the ability to hang in the air for that mm-hmm. just extra second and the power he produced on the header brilliant brilliant goal uh, and again he might claim it as an assist but it was you know scuffed really it, short exactly but it doesn't matter it's but nani was smart enough to react before the defender yeah, nani has done that before also <laughs> to ronaldo's uh, anger when he you know he chipped the goalie and everything and this fellow came from an offside position dusted in so that's happened in a friendly or something so uh, yeah so they for the portuguese side yeah i think wales missed ramsey's energy mm-hmm. and his creativity a lot and his runs from midfield mm-hmm. that bale alone couldn't do much uh, hal rob kanu uh, Robson Kanu he had a decent match but uh, they looked little of jaded that day but portugal to their credit portugal is very good defensively they don't really you know lose a lot of matches as they've been progressing through the league they have improved significantly and they didn't have pepe so Uh, that was that's a good performance yeah, that's a good performance you know with bruno alves who's always a liability so mm-hmm. that was a good performance uh, the second uh, semi finals uh, world champions germany taking on the host france uh, did you expect france to turn up the way turned up against the world champions Fra- i to be completely honest i didn't think france played all that well i think germany also didn't play all that well they missed mario gomez immensely his presence his mm-hmm. ability to occupy the center backs they lost If, all of uh, mario gomez was the person they missed up front i think the two central defenders Uh, Jerome Boateng been uh, towed out uh, after an injury and hamstring, and Matt Matt Hummels to a suspension. How big a loss was that in that defense? Because the two I goals. I think they did. Howard has had a good game. Like he really won one of the tackles on uh, I think Olivier Giroud when he got exactly that. That was wonderful tackle. So they had a decent backline. Of mm-hmm. you can argue that you know Hummels was there, but if you look at the goal, one was a penalty, mm-hmm. which is conceded by Schweinsteiger with an absolute stupid decision to put his arm up. Like they didn't need to do that. Exactly. And second one was, uh, I would say, Noyes' fault. Uh, more than Noyes' fault, I think it was Mustafi who was marking Pogba committed early as a defender inside inside your own a uh, penalty area. You are not supposed to commit to the ball. You you wait. But you you know, wait for the midfielder to do his. It started with Noyes making a silly uh, error there. Exactly. And then it fell down. And if you look, the Griezmann's movement for that goal was really good. Mm-hmm. He's you know went forward then hung back. And then made a late run towards mm-hmm. not run just couple of strides and the top poked in so it was mistakes from Germany that uh, gave them the goal mm-hmm. but at the other end if you look at it Hugo Lloris had a wonderful game exactly and that few saves in the dying moment and Samuel Umtiti looks like a wonderful signing I mean Samuel Umtiti for oh, all the people know. who play football manager like me shouldn't be a surprise yeah but uh, he looks a good signing for Barcelona mm-hmm. he had a good game he had the ability if you for a spell for a like 10 minute spell after the half half time maybe around after the hour mark he had so many interceptions 
and that was you know really really smart of him and he basically they didn't allow germany to play their game muller being off color did not help at all so mm-hmm. i think that germ it's i didn't think it was a high caliber the kind of semi final we were expecting yeah the build up which was given uh, yeah the germany just uh, you know crumbled not yeah. crumbled they just didn't, they didn't turn up we I mean, spoke about germany not turning up for the match but france attack being so good throughout this tournament but how reliable has their defense been because when the tournament started no one expected that defense is more reliable now with umtiti a lot more reliable adil rami i'm sorry was just a liability most right. of the time so he now now that he's given confidence you know bringing home to t and he's mm-hmm. performed two matches and they've done well in both matches mm-hmm. so i think everything should be mm-hmm. fine now uh, they they probably had confident into the final because they have won three finals three of the big tournaments held at their own home right. so i think they'll be fancying their chances mm-hmm. and ronaldo you know he can just turn it around so it'll be an interesting semi final mm-hmm. I have, just like Messi Ronaldo also deserves an international right trophy so maybe he will get that probably this this is his yes, year at this moment it's all academic for me because I'm not supporting anybody <laughs> so yeah so yeah talking into the final do you see France going on with this going in with the same starting level 11 or do you see uh, Angolo Kante coming in because that no, was one of the talking points of the semi final they don't need Angolo Kante with the kind of midfield performance that they put out yesterday quite capable of doing the dirty work also of the game Sissoko had a wonderful game. Exactly. So we have to see whether he will be, you know, preferred for the match. They still have in midfield also they have Kabay and quite a few mm-hmm. capable players in there. Matuidi played well yesterday. So uh, I don't think they should they'll tinker too much. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Griezmann has been performing, you know, more to the center mm-hmm. that will definitely help mm-hmm. them. And what about the Portuguese side? How do you see them uh, uh they say the Pepe might be back. So it's uh, a welcome change that's you a have your change yeah uh, hope we see the pepe of the tournament and not pepe in madrid <laughs> so, uh, and it will yeah will be an interesting final i i think france looks more has an edge yeah they I, have an edge I, but i do uh, think so they do they do but you know it's the kind of performance that ronaldo pulled out in the last mm. match so you can never say and uh, that renato sanchez the young fellow the 18 year old he's been doing yeah, yeah, very well this season very very energetic and heading into bayern munich Uh, for yeah, the coming season well expected to do uh, do well right yeah it's very confident for a young man mm-hmm. so doesn't get you know faced out by the situation right. so that is good for portugal <laughs> finally they're looking like a squad that can do something for a, for a while after their golden generation of figo cordo costa mm-hmm. all of them retired they had a bit of a problem <laughs> So, you know but now, into now slowly players are coming now in they are looking better and better is that uh, varela his name was the midfielder i think yeah so he not varela i forgot that uh, defensive midfielder uh, he also looks good he's not mm-hmm. he is a young young and carvalho carvalho william carvalho he is a young chap he's a good good player this they should be okay yeah. i mean it's a close final but i think france france still yeah, has an edge france has the edge most and most of the play, uh, playing at the home ground so yeah and also they have uh, they have uh, ripped off iceland's chant <laughs> the viking yeah chant. the viking chant so it's not doing it correct though <laughs> not not doing as good as uh, the, the icelandic supporters could yeah, do iceland they do it much 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 better some there were reason but why i suppose we will see that in the in the european final. football coming soon. in the next season yeah soon 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 so uh, uh july 10 the final france taking on portugal in paris and we hope that it's yeah it's 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 a close game because that's what you expect from a final of a tournament like that of uh, of 
That's how it's close. I don't, I don't want it to go beyond 90 minutes. And I don't want it to, like, you know, be completely one-sided. Now. Is that because you have to stay awake watching, watching the extra time and uh, no, shoot No, like, once you go into extra time, it's players are more tired. Mm-hmm. And then if, if you go further into penalties, you don't have to be the better team to win. Right. So, uh, in that, that case, you know, 90 minutes is a perfect time. Just finish it up in that. And Anyway, for me, I don't like it going into extra time and penalties. Uh, that's how. That's what we have on Euro. But moving beyond Euros into the new season, Jose Mourinho has taken over Manchester United. Few, in a few interesting good, comments, interesting comments, and interesting signings. Latan Ibrahimovic coming in for one year's deal. Enric Mkhitaryan also moving into Manchester United. How do you see this team evolve now under Mourinho? So they are trying to get one more. Mourinho said four players he's identified. They rumored to be Pogba. So uh, if he manages to get that, Mkhitaryan brings a whole other kind of you know uh, questions towards another defense because he's a hard you know technique technique and pace very you know very uh, dangerous combination mm-hmm. with the two of them and uh, with Ibrahimovic I don't know he's getting on in age but hasn't slowed him down in French league but let's see what he does in but with also Pogba coming into that uh, we'll side see, I will have to see it's just rumors I don't, don't know who they are going to sign maybe they'll get somebody else mm. but this side now with uh, Mourinho said his aim is to win titles not top right. 4 so I think he was I think United will not finish anywhere less than top 4 with Mourinho on the top and mm-hmm. with the kind of team they have he's promised Rooney to play in a nine, number 9 9 and yeah. 10 role no so, longer a withdraw, withdrawn role for Rooney yeah so we have to even Rooney is good you know his instincts are very good right so he will also be mm-hmm. and you also have an Anthony Marshall who was uh, signed in last season Anthony Marshall <laughs> Anthony Marshall who was signed in last season so he could also come in handy yeah so you United. can't expect Ibrahim was to play the full season He's 34. He's getting yeah. on. He looks fit, but you know, you and then you have Rashford coming in, mm-hmm. coming through, and then Anthony Marshall also. So mm-hmm. they'll have they'll have enough uh, options up front. Is and this Mourinho, United side the strongest of the 20 <coughs> Premier League teams that will be turning up for this coming no. season? No, it does. I'm not going to say it's the strongest. I think Manchester City squad is very strong. <laughs> we have to see what Chelsea does. They have already gotten uh, Bastushai mm-hmm. of Belgium. Very little bit of a surprise mm-hmm. because people are expecting Lukaku and uh, that happen. Yeah, so but he is a young player. He's fast. He's very mobile. So we have to see how how he, you know, gels with the team and all the rest of it. And Antonio Conte is going to drill people. You know, right? How, yeah, how he has been with the Azuri, and you expect yeah. that same with the Chelsea so side. So it's now. as far because every club now, most of them are you know laying low. Once the trans season is over, I mean, sorry, the tournament is over, then transfer window. Then we'll see, and then we can. More of business happening. Yeah, I know. I think with the signing of Gundahan and stuff like that, City already have made a statement. Yeah, made, made a statement. And you know how Guardiola works. He's going to get in at least two, three more players. We again talk about the big names in Premier League. What about the champions, Leicester City? How, how, how good a side will they be this time around? Can the question is can they hold on to their players at the moment? Vardy, I think, is staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, can they do that to Kante, West Morgan, Mares, Mares? Yes. So we have to see about all all of those things. But I honestly don't see them competing for the title again. What uh, offer? Given that they won the maybe, title last time round, maybe doubtful because you have Liverpool under Klopp with a full you know preseason behind him, mm-hmm. and he'll get a few more signings. Right. In. 
so that they will be one of the one, one of the contenders tottenham is going to be another contender uh, chelsea also under conte if he can get the kind of performance he got from the italian players who who are famed and or infamously called you know the worst side, side in 50 years, years <laughs> and got that kind of performance from and you can get that kind of performance from chelsea then he they will also be up there mm-hmm. you have the typical arsenal and uh united also so and city obviously so west ham was another side that turned up really well last season do you see that happening again they do well yes mm-hmm. of course they do well uh, they managed they to move into the olympic stadium this season yeah they have bigger stadium uh expectedly more revenue for the club yeah and anyway because of the t- television deal they are all mm-hmm. going to be extremely rich anyway mm-hmm. and they going to spend a lot of money uh they have 15 million for jordan i See, it sounds insane because he didn't have that good a no, season. No, he's not. Goal. I don't he's think not at the moment million, he's not. Yeah. But it's just inflation. <laughs> the kind of money we're talking about for everybody is just so over the top. Uh, that so I I don't know. Like money shouldn't be an issue for any of them. Maybe the problem now with the Brexit, maybe they you know the conversion rate has fallen. <laughs> and work permit issues but i think that Could comes later down the line so this season i think initially it should be uh, the league is pretty sorted in that sense yeah they'll all buy players they'll all buy them for insane amount of money mm-hmm. so we are definitely building up for a close season this time around yes the it will be interesting to see uh, gardiola conte mm-hmm. mourinho and uh, klopp klopp all of them have and the old man Arsene Wenger <laughs> in yeah, Arsene Wenger yeah of course sorry I forgot Arsene Wenger and Pochettino also for that matter will be up there <laughs> and the all if you look at Guardiola Klopp and Mourinho have a history amongst right. themselves right and uh, just Conte coming in now and Wenger is also coming into the picture <laughs> so we have, it'll be an interest it's more now the managers than the players because they are focusing on the top 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 managers in the football mm-hmm. world so everyone in england everyone in if you bring in one ancelotti also then <laughs> you have everyone you there. have more or less everybody <laughs> there so yeah mm-hmm. they should be okay Uh, before we wrap up this episode one question i really need to ask you is leicester will be playing champions league this time round will that be affecting their performance because you have more number yes, of it matches it will last year they had, this is like liverpool when suarez and gerard under when they went almost close under brendan rodgers yeah under close. brendan rodgers it's they have they had one week one match a week right. no midweek matches they got knocked out of the tournament early mm-hmm. so they didn't have so they could prepare for one full week leicester did the same last year this time they'll be more traveling mm-hmm. and within england there's not much traveling time or traveling distance now you're playing across europe so at least six matches so you'll travel more and that'll you know affect your uh, fitness because the early part of the season before february if you don't reach up there if you're not somewhere around the top 4 it's difficult not, to do the catch up it's difficult to come back so they, in the second half of the season if they get knocked out of the Champions League. I hope it doesn't happen. If they all those things happen, then it's a different issue. Mm-hmm. We'll have to But wait and watch how the how they two, three matches a, se- a week is going to like severely affect them. Uh, Claudio Ranieri will really have to plan how he uses his player this time round, and we can just yeah, hope he'll need a bigger squad. Mm-hmm. We can just hope that by the time the league is almost done and we have August when the league starts, things are fine and we have an interesting Premier League. Oh, for the us. Premier League will be interesting. Mm-hmm. That there is no doubt about that. At least with Mourinho and Guardiola and 100% sure it's going to be interesting. Let's wait. Let's hope for that but before that July 10 the Euro final France taking Portu- Portugal when we come back in the in the next episode that will be the point of discussion and till then we'll just like to say that have a great weekend and be safe.